millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Naomi saw me open my mouth when she said hello in a regular way <laughs> and then readed the hello because she knew. I knew. I was going to just talk over the top of her with my hello. <laughs> <laughs> the time's a charm. <laughs> Finally got there. I love how in sync we are. <laughs> Mostly it's me giving you looks like I'll kill you yeah. if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, how are you going? Yeah, good. I'm tired. I got up for 4.30 today um, to fly back from Sydney and I haven't been home yet. So I've been to your house before I've been home. And oh, my house is, my home is your home. <laughs> Mi casa su casa. You owe me rent. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I do not have money. <laughs> um, but I did stay in um, a Vic Zerbst bed with her. In her bed? In her bed where you had a sleepover for That's two so nights. so cute. Um, and... Uh, it turns out she knows th- that girl Alicia from the last season. They went to like uni together. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, okay. I was just letting the fans know. <laughs> God, Naomi. Not everything has to be about how much closer you are to Vic than me. Well, we know slept <laughs> in the same bed, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's closer now. <laughs> what I think is funny is just this narrative of our podcast is about this this woman that we like and we and we know a bit. <laughs> And she doesn't listen to the podcast, yeah. so she'll never know. <laughs> Did you tell her we mentioned her like seven times? No, of course not. I want to keep the narrative running. Well, that's true. Um, but yeah, and also um, one of the guys who worked behind the bar at the venue that I was performing at, he is like, he works on uh, TV shows and he worked on the most recent season. He's currently working on like Married at First Sight. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like whoa and then I had some questions because and I was like did you work on the previous season because I was obsessed with that like guy the fact that Robert and Carly were, I'm just obsessed with the crossover in dating the people on the shows the people on the show so, but apparently yeah. um he's like he was sort of saying that like and um that like how the bachelor and the bachelorette like a lot more people go on because it's like yeah you can build an Instagram following and like duh get famous and stuff real fast whereas like married at first sight is more like it's people trying to do that, but they're not, like, at the right level. <laughs> so it's like they're kind of just, like, like pretty normal people, but not, like, 
not like smoke shows, you know, like everybody yeah. in. you got to be real hot to be on yeah. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Well, yeah. if you're a woman. Um. Yeah, yeah. We've seen some men. <laughs> yeah, let's be fair. Can we tell them about Wesley? Your interactions with Wesley? Oh my god! Oh my god! I want to die. Okay, <laughs> so I so Wesley, the guy I said who looks like Carl Drogo. Yes, who um, I, disagree, I disagree. You disagree? Yes, I don't. He, he has long like, hair. He does not look like Carl Drogo. That's fair. Um, but anyway, uh, um, so I've just opened up my Instagram, and uh, my lovely co-star from the pilot has just shared. Um, the trailer, which I recommend you go check out it's on my Twitter and Facebook and stuff, and I'll probably put it cool. on my Instagram. Um, meanwhile, Olivia Junkie, who plays um, the character opposite me, has 10,000 Instagram followers because well, she is on Neighbours. <laughs> is she on Neighbours? Yeah. That's cool. Is that recent? Is that like since, like, bef- was that like happening before you guys were doing this? No. So she's, um, so you really catapulted her into stardom? No. No, I mean, oh. no, she was already on Neighbours. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was if anything, she's going to help me out. <laughs> but she's 19, so she's pretty young. Whoa, 19. And Yeah, and she was one of the younger people to audition. But she had like, but can you not blow your nose <laughs> right now? I thought it was going to, I thought if I took the mic away from my face. We'll put it back now. You wouldn't. Sorry. <laughs> if I took the mic away from my face. It would make it just seem like I wasn't blowing my nose very loudly. <laughs> Turns out, no, that's not how sound works. <laughs> anyway, even though I think she was the youngest person to audition, she had like, she was just so good because she's on Neighbours and yeah. like they just film so much stuff. She has so much experience. Yeah. And she's a real natural, which is good because it took me a lot of takes to get some of the stuff through. <laughs> and so then she'd just be like, oh, you want me to do 10 essays in one minute sure i'll just do it on the first try <laughs> anyway she's very good um uh but now nah, go watch the trailer fuck anyway okay so um after on my on my personal instagram i put up a story um and just said like there's a new we have a new podcast episode out go listen to it and i put a picture of wesley and then i wrote rest in peace wesley like rip wesley like as a joke but i tagged him which was a huge mistake <laughs> Because Wesley did not think it was a joke. <laughs> oh my god! And he and he just and then he messaged me and he's like, "Haha, what is it? I'm not dead." <laughs> yeah, no, Wesley, we know. And then I was like, oh, "This is awkward." So I tried to make a joke out of it, and I wrote, "It's a podcast." And then I wrote, "Ali is dead for sending you home over a van, mate." And then I thought he would be like, "Haha," and he but he wrote, "Haha, it doesn't matter. It's just a show." Smiley face. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. It, he doesn't get it. He doesn't. So then I was like, okay, i got to go normie. i got to yeah. go full normie on him. So then I was like, haha, yeah, all in good fun. Which I've never said before. No. In my entire life have I ever said all in good fun. It's also funny because I imagine you saying that sarcastically, <laughs> which is funny. But I imagine he just thinks you're just like a person. Well, no, I was just panicking at this point. Yeah. <laughs> this is just full panic. And then I wrote... Women were always <laughs> panicking. <laughs> and then I wrote, did you have a good time on it? And then he saw it and didn't respond. And I was like, I can't believe I've been left on scene under these circumstances. So I was like, I feel humiliated. And then a day later, like he'd already seen it. So it wasn't sitting there unread. He went back a day later and said, yeah, I had a bit of fun. Wasn't on long though. Ha ha. The ha ha separated by a space. Ha space ha. C 
See, he doesn't have that auto corrected like me to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now I understand why he's gone home. Yeah, because he's boring and he's also like, I don't want to cast. What's the word? I don't want to cast aspersions. What are you talking about? I don't want to cast. Are you trying to say Asperger's? No. Oh my god! I think that's not Asperger's because that's what I keep on thinking it is. Cast assertions. Cast. (laughs) What is the word? Have you heard the same? What? Use a different word, please. So (laughs) brainded. I can't remember what I was going to say now before that. So it's fine. Let's move on. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say that. You're trying so hard not to to say Asperger's. Because that's what in my mind, I couldn't remember the actual word, but I know it's not Asperger's. Most words aren't Asperger's. (laughs) You can make that assumption about almost any word that's not Asperger's. Okay, I don't want to say anything mean. Okay. But he is a... He's like a male model man. Yeah. And sometimes I think that if you are just a beautiful man, (laughs) you don't have to actually be a real person. (laughs) You can just be like a a beautiful man. And no, everybody would be like, oh, I mean, don't don't worry about making jokes around here. He doesn't get him, but he's beautiful. (laughs) Look at him. Clearly no one's made a joke about him. He thinks I literally want Ali to die. No, I just don't think he's got any jokes. I think... He thinks that you thought that he was dead. <laughs> Fuck, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, I swear. Um anyway, Jesus. Did you have a but you have a good shows in Sydney? Yeah, it was fun. That's good. I got um I uh after my second show, um I was like hiding out the back because um you know, you don't wanna have to like walk onto the stage and pack up all your shit when there's yeah. like the crowd leaving so I was waiting for them to leave and um then like one of like the people who like were helping me out they um they like came and got me they're like oh there's a lady here to um she wants she's she wants to see, see you and so I was like all right um so and I was like hey and she was like I love you um I know you said in your show that you've got a boyfriend but um I just think you'd be real perfect for my son. Um, oh, my And he's, he's going to Nashville um, to perform with his band uh, like in a week or time. So I know it's not the right timing, but like <laughs> maybe in a little bit. You never know. Anyway, and then she handed me like this piece of paper with his email address on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the stars are truly aligning for you two to get together. Everything's yep. perfect. Me and this... Man, <laughs> do you want to see a photo of him? Absolutely, I do. Because he was also there, <laughs> not oh. not with her. He was outside, which is definitely so. Just he like, liked you. I don't know. I I think it would have just been like her, just being like, "No, you never bring anybody home." I mean, she's a <laughs> nice girl. I'm going to go ask her. <laughs> bring her in. <laughs> I've got. Nothing. Just yeah, imagining um, you, just someone, just. Just a middle-aged woman seeing you talking about, like, hanging up dead pigs. <laughs> oh, she get her in the family. <laughs> Bit of fun. <laughs> so this, this was Imagine her, Christmas. This was who she thought I was. Um, so this is, this, is, this is my future husband. <laughs> I can't... If I didn't know you, I'd, like, I'd see that. <laughs> That's a vibe. 
I don't mind him. That's fine. Well, I mean, we'll see if Jono's a good boy or (laughs) he'll stay. And if he's a bad boy, reel him in. (laughs) (laughs) There's no end to the amount of middle-aged women trying to set you up with their sons. (laughs) Well, I mean, she is the only one so far. So (laughs) So far, babe. So far, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's great. So, you know. (laughs) Um, I've had a good week too since you're not going to ask me. I anyway. was just about to ask you. <laughs> um, so Friday night I saw Taylor Swift. Yes. I decided that morning I was going to buy some tickets. Yep. Because I was like, I always regret it when I don't see her when she's out here. Because yep. like, I I like Taylor Swift. I've loved, I loved her like music growing up. It's like she reminds me of like multiple ex-boyfriends because of the different songs. <laughs> um but uh, so we got tickets that morning and it was sort of like halfway back on like the floor section in the seating. Um, and then then she ended up being on like this little stage and we were like literally like two meters from her. Like, oh, that's cool. We, there was one person standing in front of me, but that was it. And she was like right there and it was crazy. Was, was she so good? close to her? It was great. It was really, I don't think Mark expected like there to be so many like props and like. Well, oh, were there props? That's fun. Well, like, just, like, huge, like, so everyone's calling her a snake. So she had, like, huge, like, inflatable snakes that were, like, oh, yeah. really tall. And, like, she, like, got on this thing that, like, floated her to another stage, like the one that we were standing in front of. Well, she got a th- on a thing that floated her to another stage. Well, yeah, it was just kind of, like, on a, st- a string. Oh, okay. <laughs> in my mind, it was, like, a big inflatable thing. And it just sort of flew on no. its own. But it looked like she was floating. That's cool. But really, it was just, like, on a cable um but now it's cool and um all the little girls were fucking insane they were literally a little girl next to me so they would have been like 14 this group of <laughs> girls and everyone there was an eight-year-old girl in front of me who kept looking back at the 14 year old and like just the look in her eye was like you're fucking crazy <laughs> eight-year-old yeah. was like oh seriously lady. <laughs> yeah and this eight-year-old was like popping and locking <laughs> And I'm just like nudging Mark every five seconds to point out some young girl who's just like having the best time of her entire <laughs> life. But you know, like they're singing her songs. Like she's got this song called Delicate. Yeah. And it's the song is very much delicate. <laughs> she's just like, you know, quietly swooning. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's the song. <laughs> but then, like, <laughs> thank you. But she's literally standing next to me going, <laughs> And we're like, what the fuck is happening? You, that is, oh my God. They were all like, she was doing that the whole time. All these like, the women my age who were the girls who actually grew up at the same time as Taylor Swift are like looking at her like, what the fuck? I mean, so funny if that's genuinely how she sings at home when she's alone. (laughs) No, she was just, it's just sensory overload for this 14 year old girl. And it was just, oh God, they would just losing their minds and then Taylor Swift played this acoustic song that was a bonus track from her first album that she wrote when she was 13. I'd never heard this song before. It's from like, what's that album? Is it like Teardrops on My Guitar? I think it would have been that one, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And uh, there was this like young girl standing near us and she starts playing it and this girl just falls apart and she's like, (gasps) ah! And then she's just like, like, she's not even like, she's just like, head in her hands and she's just like she's shaking and like crying so hard while Taylor plays the song she's like I'm holding myself when I'm with you I'm like what's going on I love the idea of girls singing along to these songs and having so much emotion about a feeling that they haven't felt yet well neither had Taylor she wrote the song when she was fucking 13 
None of them. No one in this protest has been in love. Teardrops on my guitar. (laughs) You're not crying. (laughs) Onto your guitar. Fuck, it was all so funny. And Taylor Swift, bless her heart, she's such a dork. She's and Charlie XEX opened for her, who was like, she's so cool. Yeah, I'm like, damn, she's fucking cool. And then Taylor Swift comes out, and she's got like two faces. She's got like a surprise face, and then she's got like a sinister, cheeky face. (laughs) She's just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like I love you, but you'll never be cool. (laughs) No, I mean, nothing about her is cool. Like, no. Whenever you see her, like, she's always, like, impeccable, but very much like somebody who's just, like, a clean nerd. Yeah, she's a dork. She's yeah. a complete dork, which is great. It's fine. But yeah. um, she just surrounded herself with cool people. Meanwhile, Charlie XCX, I didn't know this, she's um doing these, like, parties with, like, 300 tickets. They would have sold out, like, instantly with her. Oh. Someone called Benoffi, who I've never heard of, who's apparently really good, and TK Mides. I don't know if oh, you know cool. her, the yeah, rapper. Yeah, and they're, like, these, like, kind of, like, house party things. Whoa. Anyway, so, but instead I went to the fucking, Taylor stand Swift next concert. to a 14-year-old girl. Screaming. Who I was like, I like nudge Mark. I'm like, is that the lead singer of I Killed the Prom Queen? <laughs> Which is the screamo band that he liked growing up. <laughs> and he laughed a lot. Anyway. <laughs> and then, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to tell you. I went to, um, as I said, I would. Uh, I went to the rally yesterday for kids off Nauru. Yes. And then um, mum was pointing – my mum goes to every single one, right? Yeah. Um, she's very, very passionate about asylum seekers. And uh, my mum is badass. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just, she used to skydive, you know. She just, yeah. like, stands up for herself. Um, but we were walking – there's police officers holding cameras filming the crowd. And my mum was like, oh. they do this every time. I don't know why. She's like, I feel like they're, like – trying to ID people and find out who are the biggest troublemakers, like yeah. for the government and stuff, you know, full conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, but then I saw them, they seemed to be following a person around and then I recognised the guy, he's this like neo-Nazi that, you know, one of those like guys who like like post videos on Facebook and they're like United Patriots front, like Recreate oh. Australia. I've seen him before. He's one of the guys who, uh, I don't know if you saw this, hassled Sam Dastiari, who was, used to, he used to be a senator. Yeah. And they like walked up to him because he's Muslim and they were just like, Oh, you terrorist! Like he's literally just like eating dinner, and they're like, "You're a terrorist!" And he's like, "Leave me alone!" <laughs> and the guy was wearing like a tall shirt, and then Toll were like, "We don't." He doesn't work for us anymore. And then they like sued him for wearing the shirt while he like goes out and was just like harasses people. Anyway, he was there, and he had like a camcorder, and he was just like filming people, and so the people like chanting at him, and he's trying to get their camera in their faces, and it's like, and then I realized the police were following him around, videoing him. In case, like, it turned into a scuffle, they'd be able to know what had happened, yeah. I guess. And um, and people were getting, like, aggressive and stuff. And I was like, and I was like, oh, mum, I, I reckon he's a Nazi. Like, let's, let's move yeah, away let's from Yeah, let's get away from the Nazi. Yeah. And she's like, is he? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> my mum just, like, my mum is, she used to be five foot. She started to shrink. She's four foot ten and a half inches. Okay. She's fucking tiny. How tall are you? I'm five foot one or something. Okay, so she's smaller than you. By several inches. Wow. And she just like goes right up behind, she marches up behind him and then just starts like chanting the chants like, like <laughs> refugees are welcome here or something. Just starts chanting it in his face. And I'm like, <laughs> mum. <laughs> I'm like, if they get into a fight, like we could get like, we're very small. We could get like pulled into it, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And she's like, nah, someone's got to tell him what's what. If I just make him not be able to hear, then that's okay. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I love you, Ma. <laughs> but she's like, you walk on the other side of me then. If you're scared, I'm going to get in there. 
That's so funny. I love her. Right, so 20 minutes in, we should probably talk about the episode. (laughs) Oh, who cares? (laughs) We're talking about what's important, and that's my mum going up against a neo-Nazi. Okay. That is a go Susan. Go Susan. Go Susan. Love her. Love her work. (laughs) Love her. Love her. Yes, queen. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into the bachelorette. Uh, We got a double, it's a double date. Double date. Double date, which is um, which they've done in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Two people enter, one person leaves, and then one person goes back to the house. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, usually they do this with people with a rivalry. Um, yeah. In Georgia Love season of The Bachelorette, they had two guys who like hated each other, yeah. or at least on screen it looked like that, but I, they just like like to annoy each other. Um, and then it made sense to put them up against each other. Yeah. Um, but then she sent them both home because they were both douchebags. That's so funny. Yeah. She doesn't fuck around. I like her. Yeah. Because one guy was like literally the worst. That's the one I brought up before. Who, think, yeah. Like the, the guy I hate the most. And then the other one was the one I think is really hot. Who like literally was like, she's like, so what's your life plan? She's like, well, he was like, oh, I'm kind of on this show for exposure. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. He basically said that. Oh, my God. He's honest. And let's not forget, he's hot. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so we've got Ivan and Bill. Yeah. And like I said before, is it going to be Ivan, who said she had no chemistry with, or Bill, who she said was perfect for her? Yes, but who Bill, she had a little, Mm. she thought he might have been a snake. Because Because Charlie Charlie says so. And Ivan, just again, um, just creepy. We've since found out Avan used to be a member of Magic Men. (laughs) Yes, as did Paddy. Yes. They used to be – are they topless waiters or are they strippers or is it like a dance show? I think from what it looks like, it looks like Paddy used to be like a topless waiter type thing. And it looks like Avan used to be like a dancer type thing. I'm sure he doubled as a topless waiter or whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure that maybe, maybe, maybe you get paid more if you're like a dancer one. Probably. Because I imagine it's entirely different like skill set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you're a waiter, you're probably going to be touched. Oh uh, yeah. <coughs> so that mm. makes it hard. Yeah. I imagine the people hiring topless men would be middle-aged women who do not care about groping. <laughs> they are no, like, yeah. I am happy to grope. I'm touching <laughs> you. You love it. <laughs> I'm your type. So what do you mean? You're you're not his type. You've all got sons this age. It's weird. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they announced that it's Ivan and Bill going on this date. Ivan starts crying. Mm, He's that not was so it. weird. Yeah. Why? Because men can't cry? No, because he doesn't know her. Yeah, that's also true. And their, their conversations were really awkward as well. He was crying because he w- thinks that he's going to get kicked off the show. Yeah. And, wow, that's the one thing he does seem to understand. Uh, so then it's like, got them. <laughs> they had like a, just them driving in the car together. It looks so awkward. It was very funny. Anyway, then they have to like, they each cook a meal. One cooks mains and one cooks desserts. Yeah. And then Nelly like sits there with the other one talking while the other one cooks. So the first person is... Um, <laughs> so funny. This is the comedic highlight so far of the season, I think. This yeah. whole date, right? Yeah. Oh, this whole date is 
the only good so far 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. So we start with um, Bill goes to make dinner and Ali's sitting with a van. <laughs> she says, how's it going like, to work? Because I don't – she says, I don't want a touring dancing boyfriend. Obviously, Yvonne has these dreams. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> this yeah. is so funny. We're, we're just going off my notes because Danielle doesn't have her notes for this episode. So that's fine. Um, Why? Because I haven't been home since I got off my plane yet and I left mm-hmm. them at home. She should have been prepared. Well, fuck. Fuck you, Naomi. <laughs> uh, so she says, how are we going to be together? I want to settle down and have kids. Like, everyone knows that's what Ali wants to do. And he yeah. says, well, hopefully I'll achieve everything way sooner. And she says, how long? Like, what sort of time frame? And then he says, three months. Yeah, two to three months. Which is so confusing because I'm like, wait, so does that include the, like, sort of or like, – because two to three months is not enough time – I don't think to film a movie. No, was it one to two months? No, it was. It was like two to three. It was like <laughs> two to three because I remember th- I wrote down three months, <laughs> and I was very confused because of the fact that most movies take longer than three months to film, and so does he. Just think he's going to hit the ground running straight after whenever the Bachelorette finishes. We also then, has to audition. Yeah, exactly. He just thinks he's got this, and also the most important thing: there has to be a step up movie. <laughs> Yeah. happening there's already been five movies they started them in 2006 and they did one every two years after that yeah finishing in 2014 and the last movie was called all stars where they brought in all the cars oh. from all the movies to do like one last shebang oh boy and he's like i need two to three months well that's it didn't he say earlier in the season that they were, they were filming they're filming one pretty soon or something? It was like there's one filming or there's There is like a TV show on YouTube Red. Oh, no. So maybe he's thinking about that. Because my thing is like I just don't understand what he – like what he thinks is going to happen because I understand that you can – it's all well and good to have faith in yourself and your abilities. But to just assume that you're going to go over to this – oh, my God, sorry. Can I go off track quickly? I was just yeah. talking about the fact that – he, he just believes 100% in himself that he's just got this mm. and he can just do whatever. I had an Uber driver um, from the airport in Sydney to Vic's house and the Uber driver was like – I had like a phone call um, and on the phone call like he, he, he heard the phone call so he knew that I did comedy, right? And then so we're, talking, we're talking about comedy, which is always the worst because then generally what I find is people like to – people who aren't in comedy try and give you advice on the comedy industry that they're not a part of and have never been a part of. But he told me he was Really? Like, yeah. Usually I just get, tell me a joke. Oh, I tell get, me a joke. I get that, but a lot of time they're like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, a lot of work, but, you know, what you got to do is you got to just sort of like, you know – do do just heaps of new material all the time. Just like always be, just always do all the you know, and be funny. You know, I like I like when they um they do like they don't swear, <laughs> and then there's other people who are like I love the dirty stuff. <laughs> but this guy, he was like, oh yeah, I used to be an actor in Greece, um, because he was a, a Greek man. And then um I was like, oh okay, so oh, I do thought you... you meant the movie. No, no, I mean <laughs> no, it wasn't John Travolta. Um. And so I was like, oh, so, like, uh, do you do much acting over here and stuff? And he's like, no, 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 no. And then he told me how he's got, like, a high-profile high, f- high profile, um, 
a, like a stock trading business. Um, but he just mm. does Uber because he's got too much time on his hands. Um, and I was like, okay, well, you, if you've got too much time on your hands, you should like, you could put that time back into acting. He's like, I still got the passion for it, you know, but he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just wouldn't act in Australia. You know, I just, if I, if I wanted to get back into it again, I'd just like, you know, go over to the States. And I was just like, and that's when I was like, okay, what the, f- I want to have fun with this man. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like what? do you like why wouldn't you like just while you're here like if you if you do have a passion for it why would you like wait like why wouldn't you just like if you got all this spare time just go do some acting stuff just for experience and stuff and he's like nah nah I just wouldn't not my scene you know I've got mate I've got connections and stuff over there so I'll just go over and like do it over there you know it'd be easy <laughs> I was like okay and then so we got back to talking about comedy and then he was telling me about his favorite comedians, uh, Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan. Um, oh, Joe Rogan. And then um, from there, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's get off the t- subject of comedy. And so then I was like, all right, I think this is fun because this man doesn't seem to actually know very much about it. I think I'm going to be like, okay, so if he likes Joe Rogan, he probably likes the UFC. And I don't know that much about the UFC, but for some reason, I have all this weird knowledge just from being around Jono when he's <laughs> when we're watching fights or whatever. And um, I was like, "Do you or like do you get around fighting much?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, like the like UFC." And I was like, "Oh yeah, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite fighter?" And he was like, "Conor McGregor." And I was like, Pff. "Like <laughs> straight away, it's like okay, you know nothing because I mean, why would Conor McGregor be?" I just don't understand why Conor McGregor would be anybody who's, like, not just a casual fan's favourite fighter because he fights, like, once every three years. Uh. <laughs> and so it's like, all right, yeah, we get it. He's the one you know the name of. <laughs> um, and then he was like, just – oh, this is – no, this is going to go too much down the me, – me calling him out on just weird new UFC knowledge. <laughs> but one of the things he said is, like – okay, so one of the things he said was that – um. In the sorry, we can edit this out. No, it's fine. Okay. I'm loving it. I love UFC. Sorry. One of the things he said was that like because the most recent fight between Khabib and Connor, um, that Connor lost. He was like, yeah, Connor, Connor, like, uh, he just like needs to like, I don't know. He just needs to, like work on his cardio and stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I don't. I think his cardio is fine. And then we were talking about stuff, and I was like, I think Connor did the best out of like any fighter so far against Khabib. And he's like, oh, no, but, like, that other guy, the most recent guy that Khabib fought did pretty well. And he didn't know his name. And I was like, Aliquinta, the real estate agent. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he came in last minute. Khabib didn't have time to prepare for that fight because Tony Ferguson got pulled out of the fight. And then, like, he was like, nah, nah, Connor, Connor's not, he's not, yeah, he's not, he needs to work on his cardio. He gets tired and stuff. And what that does is, like, and I was like, no, he, kind of gets better throughout the fights generally he gets like better at fighting towards like later on in the fights and okay we're gonna edit this out (laughs) i'm gonna edit this out i'm losing my (laughs) mind you fucking got him man and then but then he he yeah conor mcgregor's cardio is fine (laughs) boom bitch (laughs) well no got him he said this thing about muscles where he was like he was like yeah I was like, because he gets better throughout the fight, and he was like, "No, see what happens is, um, he's get when you get tired, your your muscles they they get heavier and stuff, and so he could like punch harder." And I was like, "No, your muscles feel heavier because you're tired. They don't punch harder." 
<laughs> you're not punching harder when you're tired. You're in. Anyway, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> that was not required. I'll cut out the acting bit. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> that was boring to everybody. No, it's fun. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. So, Ivan, uh, yeah, two, three months, he'll be in step up. Um, and then he's just like, yeah, so can I kiss you? Mm. She's like, oh. I'm not right now. Nah. in the kitchen. Yeah. It's a bit weird. <laughs> he's very close and it's just the three of us here. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so that's just awkward. Um, he's clearly not doing well. And then Ivan goes to make dessert while um, Ali and Bill chat. Um, this is where it really starts to fall apart. Yes. Well, I mean... Oh, Ivan. So, Ivan's making some sort of avocado mousse. Yeah. Avocado chocolate mousse. And he puts two whole avocados in, doesn't yeah. peel them, doesn't take the pip out. But... The recipe says blend two avocados in a blender. I think that Ivan thinks. He's like... I think Ivan thinks that, like, being cute and dumb is funny. And so, I think uh. he... Nobody in their right minds... Nah, man. Come on. What I think I don't think he did that on purpose. You don't think he did that on purpose? He thinks he can get into a step up movie in two to three months. Maybe, but it was one to two months. Avocado is crazier. (laughs) It is. Yeah, everybody knows about (laughs) avocado. (laughs) It's fucking wild. See, I bet he just eats egg. What? I told you, egg is the boy version of avocado. (laughs) I bet he just eats egg. Um, so he just puts these avocados in a blender and then you've got Ali and Bill trying to talk. She's like, I don't know if I trust you because of the things I've been hearing, which is just Charlie. And then every time they try to say something, it's just this blender going off. (laughs) And it's so funny. I just have to commend the editors here because this is fucking hilarious. It is very funny to see them like try and be romantic and then in the background just cross the leg like, and then they have to like break eye contact. Um, and then Ivan comes back with the avocado mousse and hits his head on a, like, hanging light on the way in. Um, and then we cut back to the boys and they're all saying that they hope Bill leaves, um, because they want Ivan to come back and they're all eating Red Rooster, which I thought was just good to point out because I love Red Rooster and I, um, yeah, no, good on them. Cool. I love a flavour wrap. I think Red Rooster's really underrated, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever had Red Rooster before. Yeah, that's because you're a bitch. <laughs> Those two things go hand in hand. <laughs> Being a bitch and not having had Red Rooster. Yes, it's really yum. Yeah, I just don't think I've ever lived near one. Um. Yeah, that's fair. you got to travel for it. Yeah, okay. Which I do. <laughs> okay. I travel for it. Mark and I had this long-standing feud about what was better out of a flavor wrap or a twister, which is like the KFC equivalent. Ah. And Mark recently admitted to me that, yes, a flavor wrap is better. <laughs> and he's like, well, I've got to be honest. You were right. <laughs> good to know. It's good to overcome problems together. <laughs> you know, relationships take work. <laughs> um, anyway, Ali decides to send Ivan home, which is a shock. Who could believe it? I mean, I could. (laughs) (laughs) And Ivan cracks the shits so bad. I write down everything he says. (laughs) He's like, I'm feeling like someone's just ripped my heart out and stomped all over it. I think Ali's made a massive mistake and whatever, I don't care. Oh, well, she's going to learn. I'm not going to come run back if she goes through all the boys and and then, and then, and then, 
she thinks she's going to come back. Pfft, no fucking way. <laughs> she's not coming back, man. She doesn't care for you in any way. <laughs> it's so funny that he's already got dumped and he's like, nah, I don't want her. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like he got mugged. Someone stole his bag and he's like, you think I'm going to take that bag back if you come back here and give me my bag? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about you. I don't, yeah, I don't know what he, I just don't know what he thought was, I understand that he's upset, but he's not upset, like, that he's not with her. He's upset that he's not on the show anymore. So, of course, you don't want her back after the show, because you never wanted her. No. In the first place. You just want to dance. Yeah. (laughs) He wants to dance alone, (laughs) not with somebody even, but no, he doesn't, he said... That's my favorite quote. Oh, when she said you're gonna uh, you're gonna dance all over the world. Yeah, and she said he. What did he say? But I wanted to dance with you. Yeah, for <laughs> you. Like, Shut up. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's so cringy. I want to dance with you. What? Not with you. For, for you. For you. Want to dance? Feel the you. star. She. Oh. Oh. Oh, hate him. <laughs> so funny. I want to know at what age he got into dancing. Um, probably what, when he saw Step Up. Oh, yes. Like, without a doubt. Without do, you a doubt he saw it, do you reckon he liked it because he think, thought it looked cool? Because, like, yep. one of those guys. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a genuine passion for dance. It was just, like, those boys look cool. Look cool, and I'm, like. Well, that's why he wants to be in a Step Up movie. He doesn't want to, like, be a dancer. Like, yeah. he doesn't want that to be his profession. Yeah, I mean, well. It doesn't seem like he could do any other sort of dance. I don't even think he no. seems to be that good of a hip hop dancer or whatever. <laughs> Is that what you say? Hip hop? Hippity hop? <laughs> hip hop to the hip hip hop. <laughs> please stop. Please, please stop. <laughs> um, uh, no, he's got no chance. No, he's not even like. I don't think he's marketable at all in any way. Also, well, you got to be professionally trained. Like, this, if if he. If you want to be in a step up movie, then go for that. But if, like, if you actually cared about dance, you'd want to be a dancer and you would get formal training. Yeah. And you would learn, like, it seems like he's just taught himself. Like, one of the biggest things about dancers is you have to be able to pick up choreography really quickly. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to be something that he's trained in. Also, how tall is he? Because I think that, like, to be, uh, like, dance, like, to be an actor, you're not supposed to be super tall. Like, you're supposed to be sort of, like, medium so that the camera can fit you in. Like all really? of you in, yeah. That's, That's why, like, why I knew I was born to be a star. Sure, yeah. Um, how tall is who's that other? Who's the famous dancer? Tom Cruise. Oh, I thought you meant short person. The d- dance actor who's in like Magic Mike. Who's that? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum height. I thought he was pretty big. Yeah, that's what I want to see because I want to see if it's like if if he was like one of the people. I suppose he's like dancing though as well with other men in magic mike not like yeah in step up it's like a man and a woman generally because they uh, always have some sort of love story oh right um he's 1.85 meters what's that in height what's that in what's that in height <laughs> what's that in that's pretty tall it is six foot yeah. yeah that's pretty tall but yeah i assume because he's dancing with men it doesn't like it makes it easier yeah but if you're if you're a bloody... Makes it easier for me to watch, tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Mike 2 made me so horny. <laughs> Magic, I've heard, Is there a Magic Mike 2? Yeah. It's Channing Tatum in it again. It's so much... 
I feel like it's better than Magic Mike 1. Yeah, well, I didn't like, like super, Magic Mike 1. It's super, like, self-aware okay. and, like, a bit hammy. Okay, yeah. It's, like, really, really good. That's fun. Yeah. I went to see it at the movies with my friend, Sienna, and um, it's just it was just, like, the audience is just women. <laughs> just, just women, like, mostly 30 plus and yeah. just, just all being like, woo! <laughs> I feel like beautiful. that's what Magic Mike was like when... I think I saw that at the cinemas because all my friends were like, yeah, let's go see Magic Mike together. Mm. And then we all went and then, yeah, it was just like 40. It, again, it's the same people who touch those topless waiters <laughs> loving Magic Mike ferociously, like so aggressively that you're scared <laughs> of them. Yeah. They're like yelling at it like it's their sporting team and their sporting team is losing. <laughs> and they're like, no, you fucking know it. Uh, Take it off. <laughs> Okay, all right, we got it. We're forty minutes in. Okay, sorry, and we're halfway through the first episode. Yeah, we got to speed this. I mean, does anything else happen for the next two episodes? Well, Charlie is mad that Bill didn't go home. <laughs> of course, he said this date's not about forgiving someone who's been deceitful. Um, and then yeah, Bill when he sees Bill comes back into the room with a rose. Charlie storms out of the room, <laughs> like in the adult he is. And then we have a um a date where uh with kids. Which is commendable because usually this is only in The Bachelor with the oh, okay. women taking care of the kids. So yeah. um, with the men, seeing how they can um, be with kids. They can co-parent. Here's something interesting. Charlie has a son. Yes, you've heard but about he, this too. But he didn't mention it on the show at all. He didn't tell, even tell Ali about it on the show. Well, apparently he doesn't have any contact with the kid. <gasps> really? Yeah, apparently he's like, that's the thing is like apparently... He, like, claims to be a big family man in the show and stuff, but he doesn't have any contact with the kid. Oh, my God. That's it. Take this with a grain of salt because I don't know anything about it, but I'm telling you now, he's an abusive guy. Yeah, he's, he's like, we'll go on, but when he later on meets those sisters, or the, not the sisters, but, the, like, the cousin and the friend or whatever, I'm like, you uh, just, you're a psychopath. Yeah. He's always a psychopath trying to, like, guide her with what to do and who to hang out with. And oh, my God, right? Fucking yeah. – anyway, that's, like, massive red flag if you don't have contact with the kid. That's – you know all those guys complaining about, like, custody, how, like, yeah. their wife has the kid? That's because they're all fucking abusive pieces of shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm only allowed – I'm only allowed supervised visits with my kids because the wife fucking hates me. All I did was bash her head through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, she made me angry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm not like I'm not saying that he's whatever. I'm yeah. not saying anything. Sure. But he could that be a is wonderful a huge dad, red flag. From what I've heard. Yeah. Huge red flag. Yeah. You piece of shit. Anyway, no wonder he didn't bring up his kid. He's like, oh, I have a kid. You can't see him though, because even I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that he's not allowed. I think it's that he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, or doesn't, like, want to or something. He probably finds it tedious having to pick his kid up at the police station every second weekend, (laughs) (laughs) according to the court order. (laughs) Um, That, again, I'm making up. (laughs) But I'm definitely right. Um, There were the kids. The kids. We're building bikes with the kids. Yeah. um, Robert. Not doing well. Not good with the kids. I'm like, oh, no. But the kid, he has, like, a little boy wearing a very big scarf. Yeah, they looked the same. (laughs) I was like, this, you've paired up 
Robert with a kid who does not do well with social interactions because <laughs> you know he doesn't do well with social interactions. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, he says, I like kids. I want my own. Nobody else, nobody enjoys anybody else's baby, do they? <laughs> Brutal. Well, I don't think anybody does really unless they're family, you know. Mm. Um, Charlie wins. They have to put a bike together, them and the kid. Todd is not winning, but he's like, oh, you know, I'm letting the like the kid that he's with do most of the work because, yeah. you know, it's they're having fun, whatever. Because um, he's like adorable beautiful. and so cute. And, and also just like, I mean. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. It's not a race to get it fit. Like in real life, it wouldn't be a race to get it finished. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it would just be like, all right, well, are we going to do this together? Or am I going to be like, Get the fuck away from me while I build your fucking bike. Which is basically what Charlie does. Yeah. He's like, good, good, good. Now just hand me everything and you can just stand there, okay? That's basically what he does. And then someone else is like, Charlie, can you give us a bit of help? He's like, yeah, in a second, mate. (laughs) Ferociously building this bike while this adorable child just stands there looking. Um, So, uh, oh, and then Pete. Fucking what a hack. He, like, recycles a joke from the last season. So, obviously, everyone's calling Charlie the new Jared. There was – you know how I told you about that scene where he's, like, changing a tyre and even though the other team's already won, he, like, won't stop? Yeah. Anyway, people were, like, pretending that he had the wrench and was just being like, Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. And then Pete just ripped the joke off completely and was like, oh, Charlie's just sitting there going, Allie, Allie, Allie. Pete, you're a hack and I hate you. Who was that? Um, What's the name of the country one? The country guy again who had the lamb? Is that Dan? Is his name Dan? Yes. He, um, I've got a bone to pick with him, which is that he said, like, he's supposed to be a country boy, but says he's never put together a bike and doesn't, he doesn't really know how to use tools. And I'm like, I'll call, I'll call a bluff. He's not a country boy. <laughs> he's not a country boy. I'm like, I know... I I know how to use tools because my dad didn't have a son, so I would <laughs> help him do all the stuff around the yard. If you just lived on acreage, you know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I just I mean I lived I on acreage understand. and I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, well maybe maybe I just lived in a different type of family. But if he <laughs> yeah. like if he owns a farm, you would assume that that would be like hands on labor, and they would mm. make the kids go out and do stuff. I assume you didn't live on a farm. No. It's just like a, we had like a little like a 20 acres of like forest basically. Yeah. yeah. Cool little forest pixie girl. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Going up to the stable to think. <laughs> Once. <laughs> um, and Charlie wins the time. Um, I'm glad you're off Dan because ugh, who cares about him. Um, well, I just thought he looked like the only normal man. Haha. No such thing as a normal man, Danielle. <laughs> Um, I still can't get over Todd just being Dan Connell in a wig. Stop saying that. Sorry. Because I keep saying how hot Todd is and you're putting me in an awkward position. Sorry. It's the wig you're attracted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's how nice and soft-spoken he is. Unlike Dan Connell, who's a monster. 
Um, that's he's a lovely man. Yeah, he is. Uh, look him up. Uh, he's very funny. Um, uh, yeah, fucking. And then Charlie's talking. Oh God, this is a quote from him. All I can do is help and guide her. The decisions are hers. Stop, guy. Yeah. Let her make up her own decisions. It's not your job to guide her. You are an emotionally unstable man and you need to relax and yeah. you need to stop thinking it's your job to protect her. She's a grown woman. There's not a, like a robber in the house and you are like physically bigger than her. That's the only scenario where I understand you needing to protect her. Yeah. I don't understand. It seems like like we're only a few weeks in to this well, we're like halfway through now. Oh, we're halfway through now. That is cool. Um, <laughs> You're like, hell yeah. Yes. Um, so, like, w- we're like six weeks in and she's already getting pissed off with multiple people trying to tell her what to do. Yeah. In regards mm-hmm. to her life with men. Yeah. Well, that's 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 what they all do. They just try to tell you what to do. I did a, um, I did a tweet that went quite well last night. Oh, yeah? Or the day before about um, Mark just sitting in front of he got a new game that everyone wants called oh, Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption yeah. Two, and um, he was just like sitting. <laughs> it had like seventy five minutes left <laughs> for the install, and he was just sitting on the ground in front of the TV holding the controller, <laughs> and it was one a.m. <laughs> I was like, "Babe, <laughs> that's so funny." Please stop this. So I tweeted it, and then I um, and then it went a little bit. I got like. 200 re- retweets or something and um this guy commented this morning he's like why don't you be a good girlfriend and give him a blowjob while he waits what yeah i'm sorry but that's not taking 75 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you don't know mark <laughs> imagine bragging that your boyfriend takes 75 minutes to come like that's a good thing <laughs> Oh, that would just be... You'd break up. Yeah. You'd be like, no. I don't have the time for this. We're not doing it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I just, what is wrong with people? I don't know. Yeah. Who it was, was like, I went like I, a little bit... Steven Seal, but... No, I blocked him. Okay. I blocked that troll because he's too... T- made me too tired. He was always yeah. telling me what to do. <laughs> I made some joke about my distant father and he was like, you could just call him. <laughs> I was like... Shut up. Stop it. Um, anyway, yeah, no, it was fun to go a little bit viral and then just um, get that much attention from men um, yeah. who told who then told me that I was pretty and um, not funny. <laughs> so, oh, good. That's um, really, I'm really excited to uh, for the pilot to come out um, on ABC <laughs> and just have all those people just looking at me talk and having opinions on it and then telling me their opinions. <laughs> I love opinions. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, because it was that. Is I have this. Uh, there's a tweet I wrote. Um, the most impressive rebrand ever is losers calling themselves introverts, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Anyway, someone like it's just a pinned tweet, and so after this tweet went like got some traction, they just like commented says the comedian. What? And I was like, bitch, why don't you come outside and say that? Oh wait, you won't come outside because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say, but um, didn't seem like the right person to engage. Anyway, and then um, the guy who told me to go suck Mark's dick, um, someone else said, you're gross. And then he said, make America great again. (laughs) Oh, I see where we're coming from. I love being online. (laughs) Anyway, um, uh, Ali says, I found someone so caring and someone that can be a great father. (laughs) Ali, you are 
bad at judging so people. They, they make out. Um, he gets a rose. Um, then we go to the cocktail party. Robert does a little speech. He's so cute. Another cocktail party is upon us, boys. We are here. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, and then we have a nice moment of Bill and Charlie making up. Bill says, I know we've had our differences, but I just want a clean slate. And Charlie says, I'm, look, I'm an honest person and you can't take it personally. Um, I think someone can take it personally if you're standing there being like, you're a piece of shit. Um, yeah. Anyway, and then they're just friendly and chummy and Charlie's like, I'm a changed man, which is something that abusive men do all the time is say, I'm changed. I'll yeah. never do this again. And and then he does it again. And then he does it again like a minute later. Pete, Pete's like, Ellie, can I talk to you? And she's like, yeah, in a minute. Bill, let's talk. <laughs> Which like, hey, get get it, Pete. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't like Pete. Ever since he said, everyone's forgotten that he said he's an ass man. Yeah, I, my sister said that's who she had a crush on and then I reiterated to her that he kept on calling himself an ass man. And I was, he was like, everybody knows if you got a good ass, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and then, yeah, so Allie talks to Bill. Allie literally talks to Bill and then Charlie fucking straight away. It hurts me because I want to protect her and save her, but she's falling for it again. Yeah, because I think she thinks that he's genuine when it's so clear that he's not genuine. (sighs) Bill is a king manipulator. He's doing this for all the wrong reasons. What are you talking about? I'm over it. Robert and Jules are over it. They're like, come, fucking come on, man. Um, and then Charlie's like, well, a leopard can't hide his spots. That's not the saying, dickhead. <laughs> it's a leopard can't change his spots. <laughs> you idiot. You idiot. Um, and, and, and then he goes, Ali's had some bad guys in the past, but now she's dealing with the worst. <laughs> yeah, you. You are the worst. I'm over it. Yeah, I think most of the guys in this house are the worst. Yeah. And I'm over it. Yeah. And you can tell that, like, this isn't just them editing it together. Like, they're not hyping it up more than it is because you can see all the other guys in the house just, like, rolling their eyes. And they're yeah. just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Including Jules, who ends up going home, which yeah. is... He was upset. He's like, are they at it again? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's happening? And I'm upset Jules is gone because he seemed like kind of the voice of reason. Yeah, absolutely. He was so normal. And then he's like, well, you know, invite me to the wedding. Bye. And I was like, Jules, you're a little cutie. (laughs) I like Jules. (laughs) He's a nice boy. Yeah, he just seems like a guy you'd be friends with. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all. Um, I mean, some women would like him, but we are taken. (laughs) So, Jules, you're in the friend zone until one of our lives falls apart. Yeah, back off. And then, obviously, Danielle's going to meet up with that guy from Nashville. But so, you're third after down that, the line. <laughs> after that, maybe you have a chance, all right, if you play your cards right. I'm going to miss him because he always made so many facial expressions during the rose ceremonies. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. I like that because I'm very um, – I, I do a lot of facial expressions too. So, he's just like me. Oh, it's nice to feel represented on screen. Danielle's doing facial expressions right now, which is very good for the audio medium that we're doing right now. So I stop now. <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> um, meanwhile, there's a guy there, Daniel. You ever seen this Daniel guy before? Yeah, I've noticed him in the background of the last few episodes. He reminds me of like Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that yeah. how you say his name? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I see that. He's got like a long face. Yeah. Same eyes, similar eyes. Yeah. 
distinctively shaped eyes. Um, but yeah, what a like, wh- who are you? Yeah. I honestly reckon they just shoved him in later on. Well, no, he was he's in the photo of the... No, nah, photoshopped. <laughs> okay. They were like, fuck, she's like, because she, in this episode, she sends home two people and it's yeah. like, I reckon they're like, nah, fuck, we've got to... Um, we got to put someone else in. So they just shoved him in the background and hope no one noticed. <laughs> and then just like superimposed him into old episodes. <laughs> That's what I reckon. Well, that would have been easy because he doesn't say much. It's, it I don't think he said anything. I don't think he said a single thing. I think he says something in the next episode. In just like a one-off. No. No? Alright. <laughs> no, I disagree. Okay. So uh, then we're on to episode six. Char- Charlie's talking about how Bill better not get another date or he would question his connection with Ali. And one of the guys is like, would you consider walking if he got another date? It's like, yes, yes, I would consider walking if he got another date. It's like, you're on a fucking dating show. <laughs> you can't just walk if somebody gets a date because you don't like them. I mean, you can and I hope he does. <laughs> because this isn't even fun drama. This is just like makes me really Weird. annoyed. Yeah. Um, and uh, but Tate gets a date, so Tate obviously had a date earlier, but then Bill stole it. Um, but now he gets his own little date, and Ellie says it's like we both want to dance with each other, but no one's taken the first steps. That's really cute. That's cute. He does seem like a, quite a nice person, right? I really like Tate. Yeah, He's and a cutie. I like that they said that Osha set up the treasure hunt. He didn't set up the treasure. Hunt. <laughs> why do? You, why even make that lie? Well, because it's usually th- they would say that Ali set the date up. But oh, okay. obviously Ali can't make a treasure hunt because then she would know where the, all the treasure is. Yeah, okay. You understand? Why couldn't they just say... Also, Osha would probably... He might get involved. Well, they said that he said... They said that um he... Tate was like talking to Osha or something about it. And and Osha took some words he said. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a bloody treasure hunt for you too. And went and set it up. And again, I was like, you can just say that you had a chat with Osha... And so this somehow got organised. You don't have to make it like Osha was out running around the countryside in the morning with his compass like taking Easter notes. Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> Osha, Osha was not using a GPS. <laughs> um, so they do a little treasure hunt. I've just written Charlie really protective. It's fucking gross. Who even knows what scene I'm referring to? Yeah, I haven't written anything else because he's yeah. just annoying. Um, but they find a snow globe and it's got a picture of them in it when they did their little um, one-on-one thing at the photo shoot, the yeah. Mills and Boone thing. Um, and then they and he's like, I didn't know whether I should go in and kiss her, but I thought I'd kiss her. They'd give a little kiss, and I'm like, oh, this is actually really cute to see. This yeah. is so much better than The Bachelor because you can see them actually having a connection. Yeah. <laughs> well, like it's actually nice. Like we, I think we get caught up in how stupid this show is, but it's nice to see people just like happy and enjoying each other's company. That's the thing that annoys me about Allie, though, is she seems to be very like. I mean, it's very nice that she's so trusting, mm. but it's also so annoying to just be like, don't trust everybody. <laughs> Let them earn your trust. Well, yeah, it's nice to see her trusting someone who seems like a normal nice person. person. <laughs> yeah. Just normal. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Oh, also another thing about Bill. Did you see this thing that came out that they're like screenshots from his Facebook from like 2009? Oh, no. Was it 2009? What is it? No, 2014 maybe. 2014. Not that long ago. Um, He was, the post literally said, I'm having, I'm finding it hard not to be racist at the moment. What? Because it was right after the Sydney siege, which um, 
Oh no! Which was like a like it was a. I'll ride with you, and he was saying, "Yeah." After that, no. So it's the Sydney Siege. It was the Lint Cafe. There was a guy who um, took people in the Lint Cafe hostage. Yeah, that was the "I'll ride with you" thing, wasn't it? Like that after maybe after that because yeah, then people started like hating Muslims because of it because I that guy was Islamic but like insane. I'm pretty sure that guy had a lot of like domestic violence charges and was like yeah. very well known. Like he's just like a piece of shit. But um, yeah. but then uh, yeah, people are like oh it's ISIS, but I'm like no, it's oh. just this fucking dickhead. Anyway, um, yeah, he was just like a lone guy. He was a fucking idiot. But um, and that I'm not very well versed on this, but I know it was something like that. Anyway, he was like I find it hard to be. I'm finding it hard not to be racist at the moment. Ninety nine percent of terrorists are Muslim and all this stuff. And it was like, no, they're not. No, they're fucking not. They're all old white dudes. Yeah, they are. Oh my god, I was just reading. <sighs> Did you see the thing that happened like today? No, what happened today? Oh, this is not something that we should talk about on this podcast. It was just sad, but um, in America, a synagogue got. Um, there was a shooter and like 11 people died. And then I was just like reading this Twitter thread this morning of just like all the alt-right terrorists since like 2009. And it's just like this like just long thread of just like, yeah, all white men. The only one that wasn't a white man was a, a couple that were a white man and a white woman who like shot up a yeah. something or other. But yeah, it's just like there's so much of it. I wish they'd all see though that like, like seemingly all the extremists, no matter what religion or faith you're from, they're all very conservative, so maybe being alt-right isn't, like, yeah. you're also aligning yourself with other That's actually really conservative people. It's like, wait, you have more in common with them than you do with, like, the left. Yeah. You're both shooting up abortion clinics, so yeah. let's think about it for a second. <laughs> um, that's, well, I don't know if any um, Islamic extremists have shot up abortion clinics, so... I'll take that back. I know what conservative dudes have though. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a really good point. I guess the key here is that men are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, pretty awful, but nah, good on you, Bill. <laughs> Finding it hard not to hate you, Bill. <laughs> How about that? Boom, well, got him. That's annoying because I, I, I thought maybe the trans thing that happened at the start of the season could have been something that the producers like – made him say because he seemed uncomfortable i think they also did that yeah so i was hoping that that would be it but now with the racism stuff it makes me go, oh no maybe you are not great yeah yeah that was four years ago i don't trust him either he's got a weird face he's like really anti-religion which is like i don't know i find those people really really annoying people are like all religion is bad blah blah blah. it's like oh and they're also like good people i think people just can be good or bad just chill out they can want to believe in whatever i want to believe in harry potter (laughs) not particularly harry potter i just want to believe that there's a magic school out there that one day maybe i'll get accepted when i'm 35 (laughs) i don't know i hope that happens for you me too I've been listening to a lot of Harry Potter audiobooks <laughs> recently and it's really got me back in the world. Wow. Yeah. You've read right. those I'm, books already. Yeah, so many times. I just drop in and out of the audiobooks. I'll just go off my little merry way in my head and then I'll come back and be like, oh, we're in Slughorn's office. What's happening? <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> That's really sweet. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, okay, so they uh, so then they start making out. 
they start kissing and um, it's really cute. They're like holding backpacks and then they drop their backpacks and just start kissing. And I'm like, this is, I'm loving this. <laughs> this is very wholesome. And there's no like r- racist or abusive men in sight. Yeah, there's nobody trying to tell her what she needs to do. Yeah, if for a moment. Um, and then uh, and then they're sitting by like a fire. Um, and then she says, I haven't felt more like myself with any man. That's a good sign. That is a good sign. She doesn't feel like she's being pressured or anything like that. She's just being herself. Um, and they're really cute. And he said, I feel like I'm in school and have a crush on a girl and I can't do anything about it, so I'm just really nervous. <laughs> Aw, Tatey. He's quite nice. I quite Tady. like him. Yeah, he's really sweet and he looks good in a sweater. Um, <laughs> just thought I'd point that out. And then, yeah, it's like <laughs> she's she gets him like a, a rose and she goes to like ask him she's like will you and he's like yes it's like i will i do like proposed <laughs> she proposed to him <laughs> they're really into each other um and then he goes i'm gonna kiss you again because i don't know when the next time will be she goes i'm gonna be thinking about this when i go to bed tonight Ooh, oh she's gonna mess <laughs> yeah she is gonna mess. mess she must be throbbing down there at this point <laughs> she's got no sensation left she's been rubbing it hey <laughs> God. Um and then and then we go back so um we go back to the house. The boys are all dressed up. Um Charlie seems to be um happy about this date. Two girls which are her friends or sisters one sister and one friend, is that what's happening? Yeah, no, it's a cousin and a friend, I think. Okay. Um, and they're coming to like judge them. But I like they told they like said that they'd get get him dressed up and they had a surprise for them. Mm. And then Patty said, um, whereas I've written down, if it was Ali dressed in a cake, I would froth the surprise. <laughs> what? what? I love that he's not the villain anymore. Yeah. He's just like a small child. <laughs> There's also like at some point um, what Charlie says um, to Patty, um, Char- oh, Charlie tells Patty that Tate is his biggest competition, which is like brutal for Patty. And yeah. Patty's just agreeing, like, yes, he's like the Alicia of this season. Yeah, he is. She's like, I have no interest in that. The the Bachelor. I just want to be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> that really is all he's become. He just stands there and goes, "Fuck, she's hot tonight." Fit as fuck. <laughs> I'm never getting near her. <laughs> um, and Charlie's like. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm happy about this. Uh, you know, she'll be able to, she'll get some outside perspective, and uh, hopefully, you know, um, she'll, you know, get um, some perspective on Bill, and uh, you know, we could see some big names go home tonight. Like what? This isn't like a fantasy football league. It's so yeah. weird the way he talks about it. I don't understand. He is insane. Mm. Yeah, issues. One hundred percent. He should. He needs to go to therapy. Yeah. And really work through why he's such a controlling, absolute idiot. Yeah. Stop it. Nobody, like, if he's so intense, if that's not how you talk to people. No, it's and not. Any, he talks to people like everything's a life or death situation. And that he's in charge. Yeah, you're like, you're not in the war. Yeah. Like, you're not like a commanding <laughs> chief. You're There's on a, a fucking door. You're on a silly dating show. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, yeah. He needs to. He needs to be the boss of everything, which is just like such a bad sign. It's just 
oh, I need to be I need to be these girls because oh god we're gonna get into this I'll tell you fucking what all right so we have Bill go in um and they seem to like Bill a lot because he's very relaxed and he's just like yep yeah, I want kids too I want them soon yeah I'd move to Adelaide yes I have thing. friends there just telling them what they want to hear yeah and then and then Charlie goes in He's just like, Bill's a fucking snake. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of Bill, man. And then and then they are fucking falling for it from Charlie too. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Her friends are worse judges of character than she is. Yeah. No, they're as bad, whatever. They're I all I think dark. the thing is Charlie just looks like he looks like he should be a nice good dad dude. You yeah. Know? But the thing is like he's got this weird glint in his eye. Mm. That's like sort of like it. It's not wholesome and it's not real. It's weirdly fake and like malicious. It looks like. Yeah, I love. Um, I would be. You know, I realized if I was like if my sister was on The Bachelor or something in yeah. the hometown, I would be. You would be the. I'd be the one. one that pulls them aside for a one-on-one chat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be fucking man. I'd be like, what do you want to like? What do you want to do for her? As soon as someone says they want to protect her, I'd be like fuck off get fucked can't go home not interested yeah. like i would see through him so easily just by like the language he uses yeah. it's just really aggressive it's also like telling it's telling that sort of language i feel like is telling a vulnerable woman what they want to hear and not the truth because nobody should mm. try and protect you from the world you need to grow yeah as a person you need to be strong so if you just want to be sheltered your whole life then you're just going to be an adult baby like patty who is 28, <laughs> apparently. Can you believe that? He's got real 22-year-old vibes going on. <laughs> he's definitely been brought up in, like, a house where he's never, like, had to, like... Like, he's just been... His mum cleans his, his room. Life. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, You've, you're not old enough. No. Mentally. <laughs> it's all right. He's a bit of fun. <laughs> I'm not mad at Patty anymore because there are worse things on the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, he's no threat to her because he's never going near no. her. <laughs> He's good for a laugh. He's just yelling from behind the bushes. F I T blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> oh, I'm Team Patty. Um, now here's where we get to. Here's where. Imagine if that's just like he's just like a descendant of Hitler, and that's what's left. Like the Hitler genes are slowly coming out, but it's just what's left is a man who just shouts blonde hair, blue eyes, fit as fuck. <laughs> good. If that's all that's left, that's pretty good. He doesn't hate. Because he's not going to reproduce. No, no way. That sort of, if Hitler had yelled that, we wouldn't have had a problem. We would have been like, get that weird old way. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have that kind of charisma. <laughs> Not that I'm saying, oh, what am I saying? <laughs> people say Hitler was charismatic, okay? Obviously he was if he got that many people to follow him around. I'm just saying, Patty, yeah, I mean, Patty clearly isn't going to achieve that and that's he, a good thing. Yeah, he was obviously good at what he did. <laughs> what he did was a bad, bad thing. <laughs> yeah. But he was definitely successful yeah. for the most part at what he did. Yeah, that's true. There are lots of Wow, yeah, it's calling Patty a Nazi now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I'm not not calling him a Nazi. <laughs> when are we going to get sued? I don't know. Nobody's, nobody's going to sue us. It's gonna yeah, listen. Nobody's listening. We'll just take the podcast down. Yeah. Um. Uh. Now, Robert. <sighs> okay. 
So this is actually hard for me to talk about, to be honest. What happened here? Okay, because I so Robert. Was, I love Robert. Robert was trying not to bitch about the other boys. To reiterate, Robert is the love of my life. Yes. This was really hard for me to watch. So we see in the promo that the girls really don't didn't like, like someone. I thought it was going to be Charlie. We all thought it was going to be Charlie. Yeah. And I was just literally waiting to see Charlie get brought down. Yeah. I'm so upset. Okay. So Robert sits down. The first thing they ask is, because they've just talked to Charlie. Yeah. He's been like, these guys aren't good for her, blah, blah, blah. So then Robert sits down and they're just like, who are the bad guys? Which yeah. Robert doesn't fucking care about because he's an adult. Robert doesn't care and he also, I don't think, would want to be mean or rude to anybody else because that's not, like he said in this, he's like, that's not for me to decide. That's for That's for Ali to decide. decide. Yeah. Because, oh my God, because he sees her as a fucking adult person who can make her own decisions. Yeah. I love him so much. He's like, I can't sit here and be like, I can't tell you which guy she should or shouldn't be with. Yeah. I can only focus on my connection with Ali. Yeah. Because it's up to her. Which is why he asked questions which they didn't seem to want to hear they were like he wanted to know if they thought she was ready for a relationship and if they thought that she was like um past like if if they thought that she'd worked on herself and was at a point where she could have a like a relationship or yeah like wouldn't have those issues again and they just kept on like trying to bring it back to him and be like well she wouldn't be here if she didn't have those issues it's like well why'd she do the first few seasons of shit <laughs> Well, she's always had the issues, apparently. Yeah, and, like, let's not, like, we don't know what the rumours, whatever. Like, there's a big chance that she did cheat on Grant, right? Yeah. And so, like, again, I do not feel sorry for Grant and I'm glad she did it. Yeah. But, like, clearly it's not, she's not completely, like, it's she's not, at fault Yeah, at some point in this. And, like, she's even said that, like, I make the wrong decisions. Like, she's not perfect in her love life. And, yeah, he's basically like, do you think she's worked on herself? Do you think she's in a place where yeah. she can have, like, a good, healthy relationship? And they're just like, oh, they're so taken aback. Like, how dare you? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. He's, like, he literally he's, said there, he sat there and he said, she can make her own decisions. Do you think that she has worked through her issues? Yeah, because that's what he needs to know if he wants a relationship. It was very annoying that they found him to be – I just found – because, like, for me – I think that self-development is, like, really attractive that people, like, want to work on themselves and make themselves better because you don't want to date the same person when you're 25. You don't want that person to be the same as when you're 70. Like, you'd like to think that they'll be a better, more evolved person. Absolutely, yeah. and he's yeah, and uh, and so they go back. These girls go back, and they're like, "Not Robert would not fit into our family. He's a really aggressive, blah blah blah." But that's just because he was. I'll give them that that he was like a bit flustered. He was like talking a lot, but yeah. that's about it because they were not listening to anything he was saying or understanding him. They didn't understand. I just don't think that. Like, I mean, to be fair, she doesn't seem like she comes from a family of like people who think about that stuff. She no. seems like she comes from a family of people who are like relationships are like fairy tales yeah. <laughs> and you fall in love and then you're in love for forever yeah <laughs> and you never have rough patches and if you have rough patches break up <laughs> don't work through them <laughs> yeah um but don't you improve yourself <laughs> yeah yeah i hate that i hate that mentality as well that mentality that you're perfect and other people should bend to you it's yeah. like Yes, there are probably things that you don't need to change and other people need, like, your partner would need to work around with mm-hmm. you. There's also things that 
will be the same that you need to work around for them. Mm. And there are things that you should change and they should change because they're probably not good things. They're probably just bad yeah. habits that you've gotten in. But she, for some, the, her family does seem to think that she's like perfect and that the, they just want to know what I liked about Nick's sister in his season was he, he did, she didn't like Brittany because Brittany had bitched about another girl. Mm-hmm. And these two girls just want the boys to bitch about each other. <laughs> yeah, it's really frustrating. Poor Robert. He's just he's just trying to be a fucking adult. Anyway, and then they tell that to Allie and she's like, oh my God, I didn't like... Yeah. She's like, I'm terrible at reading people, clearly. And it's like, no! <laughs> you That's the one thing right. you had right! I'm so mad. Oh my yeah. God. Anyway, for fuck's sake. Um. So then, ugh, cut to... Charlie and Bill having it off yet again. Bill's like, "What the fuck? You bring me up to her family now? I can just like, yeah, leave I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they needed to know. What yeah. do they need to know? And then Bill's like, he's like, you know, I know what you, Charlie's like, I know what you're doing. Bill's like, what have I done? And he says, I've seen it time and time again. And he's like, what have I done? And he goes, I was on the first date and she said what she wants, and then you told her everything she wanted to hear. And he's like, I wasn't even on that date. What are you talking about? I didn't know that. <laughs> and he's like, no, you're a fucking piece of shit. Um, and then we have, and then um, Ellie pulls Robert aside and they start talking and um, she's like, what the hell? And he's like, I want to know, like, from them, have you, like, learned your lesson from, like, the things that you say you don't like, you know, yeah. that the mistakes you make, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like. He's like, I've worked on myself because I've like I've had to do the same thing and blah blah blah. I just wanted to know that. And then um and then yeah, she's like, What the hell, man? And she's and then there was something I didn't write it down. Oh yeah, actually I did write it down. He says, I don't wanna she's like, Well what like do you even wanna like I don't know, she's trying to get him to like sort of fight for her or something like that. She yeah. said he says, I don't wanna convince you that I'm the guy you wanna keep around. I want you to fall in love with who you fall in love with. Yeah. Like an adult. Yeah. Obviously, like, if you're going to fall in love with someone, you don't want to have to, like, claw your way there. Like, yeah, you don't you want it to be, be a yourself. competition. Yeah, you want to be yourself. And then if they choose you, then that's, like, beautiful. Well, also, if you're treating it like a competition, you'll be doing things that you wouldn't generally do in real life. Mm, so like as Charlie. soon as the competition ends, what's that re- the relationship going to be based on? You're not going to yeah. be able to be like, get the fuck out of here, Bill. He's <laughs> not around anymore. <laughs> Just you guys now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Tony Abbott, who was like a really good um, opposition leader because he just like attacked everyone. He's like, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're shit, they're shit. And then he got to the top and he's like, what do I do? Because <laughs> he doesn't know how to lead. He just knows how to fight, which yeah. is definitely Charlie as well. <laughs> um, just a little political metaphor in there for you. Um, uh, but yeah, it's like, it's so right. You have to like be yourself. Yeah. If they love you for you, that's a beautiful thing. If they don't, well then bad luck. Like he's just being he's just such a he's such an adult and she just doesn't want to fucking hear it. She says, she fucking says, I'm sick of people just feeding me lines and telling me what I want to hear and then he is completely honest with her in a way that is like logical and makes sense. Yeah. Obviously you should fall in love with who you're gonna fall in love with. I can't do anything about it if it's not me, I hope it's me. And then she doesn't want to hear it. She's like, this isn't fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not fairy tale. You have 15 boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> this is not a fairy tale. You have 15 boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is a nightmare. 
god, man, how tedious. <laughs> Which clearly we're experiencing now. <laughs> anyway, um, that's the last thing I wrote because I think I just went off the deep end after that. Yeah, <laughs> started spiraling. It was annoying. It was really annoying because I just hated that she didn't. Ali didn't get to see what Robert had said. They just mm-hmm. said that he was aggressive, which he was just, like, as you said, he was just flustered. Yeah. And what he said was all, like, just about them. He didn't bitch about anybody. He just wanted to know, like, things for him so that he could figure out what, if if she was ready for a relationship, yeah. if he could see himself with her, you know, like, I just felt like, yeah, I felt like those girls really... <laughs> fucked his chances a bit they um, did but um all that happened then is we had the rose ceremony we're halfway through the rose ceremony and ali puts a rose back down on the table mm-hmm. and says danny can i have a word with you danny is the sort of weird old man who the one who kissed her went without yeah without her consent her consent because he just he doesn't know how to read the room <laughs> um and then he said nothing nice. ventured nothing gained <laughs> <laughs> like wait what <laughs> huh <laughs> um and then she was like oh i thought i thought the way she did it was nice because i think he does seem to be like a bit um i don't know if he can read social cues very well mm. and so i felt like him by taking him aside to be like you're not getting a rose but i didn't want to embarrass you in there was very nice because i feel like he he would have been expecting a rose just mm. because that seems like the kind of guy he is. So I thought it was nice that she pulled him aside and let him know. And then he was really lovely. And then... Well, I also think that the producers definitely told her to say that, to do that because mm-hmm. they had this footage of Matty J from a previous season. He had the rose in his hand and then he put the rose back down. Ah, uh, yeah. But then people, like, I think it was, like, a punky like well like they they put up a video they're like watch and you can see like it's actually in reverse like it was a footage of him picking the rose up but they just oh, reversed the footage that's so you funny. can tell by the way that like the other roses fall that the video's in reverse yeah. and so now they just made her do it for real but then they had all this other stuff like that they could put in the trailers anyway so i think they were just kind of like in case that's boring and no one cares about it we can put in this drama of yeah. her putting the rose back down <laughs> um yeah and then anyway so he left and then Osha comes in and he takes away another rose. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I was like, why didn't you just do double <laughs> elimination? Because he, yeah. I mean, she would have known she was going to do that. So just, but yeah, you know. Um. Anyway, I suppose, whatever. Yeah. Um. Because I, that happened, like he, when she took Danny aside, I was like, then I like tweeted, I was like, Robert's safe for now. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, and Osha came in, <laughs> like, I'm going to take another rose. And I was like, no! Yeah, and then um, and then Pete goes. So Pete good. goes. Bye, bye, ass man. Yeah, <laughs> watch you on the let way the out. Don't the door hit you on the. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> and that is the end. And that is of the, the end. show, The Bachelorette, yeah. for this week. <laughs> More coming your way soon. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. Um, so we have three reviews. Woo! Woo! Um. This was this, this. The title is my Seven Eleven. You okay. know, I was saying that people in America say this is my personal nine eleven. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So this okay. is my personal Seven Eleven. Everywhere mislabeled. It should be called Seven Twenty Four or something. So Twenty Four Seven. Okay, yeah. Never quite what. Never quite has what you want, but it'll do. And overpriced when you don't really expect it to be, which is weird. 
considering the podcast is once a week exactly what it says it will be <laughs> just what I want and free <laughs> feeling conflicted out of 10 <laughs> thank you so much thank you I don't know that, if that's a compliment or a neg um well it says just like 9-11 but nothing like it because they love us okay cool awesome that's by Clough Dog 94. Thanks, Clough Dog 94. Thank you. Um, American listener. Ooh, this must this be the American listener. Yeah. Well, good deduction skills by me. Thank you. Um, J Core Max says, I've never seen an episode of the American Bachelor or Bachelorette, so it's very unlikely I will ever see an episode of the Australian <laughs> version. <laughs> However, I still enjoy this pod because the hosts are funny and only spend about half the time talking about the show they force themselves to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's something for everyone. <laughs> And then there's one more review that you're going to like. Um, Dead Animal Review. Is that what's happening? Is that gonna, you said uh, I'm going to like it. So it's gonna you be- will. So it's by Ivan the Terrible and then in brackets <laughs> Dancer. <laughs> and it says no less tasty than a baby's arm if no harm had to come to the baby. Marginally better than having three kids. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the baby arm. Oh, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You You would forget. Uh, Shit. I told him about it because of how upset I was, but I I don't think I asked him. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we'll bring you that answer (laughs) next week. Um, So, yeah, leave us a review. Tell us how many kids would you have to have before you need a baby arm instead? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and remember, I don't know. Did I? Did we say that in the end the baby's arm uh, came from a baby, or it's just a baby's arm? Well, I don't think we ever really came to an answer. Because yeah, my thing was I'd forgotten that the baby arm came from a baby. Yeah, no, we all know. <laughs> Which is also the same reason I'm not a vegetarian because <laughs> yeah. I sort of forget that it ever came from a real animal, <laughs> even though you're there in the whole process. I'm just like, oh, hand raised you from a little piggy. Now you're up. Oh, granddad just shot you. Now we're eating you. Mm, this is tasty. Yum, yum, yum in my belly. <laughs> and that will be in Danielle's new show coming to Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2019. Little ditty I wrote. <laughs> it's called Yum, Yum in My Belly. Yes, Danielle's a musical comedian now. Um, Pretty good stuff. Yeah. I got the passion from um, the batch pitch intros and outros, you know. I just sort of yeah thought, you know, I've got a talent for this. <laughs> Speaking of which, that music is by uh, Kevin McLeod at Incompetech, um, our favourite man, um, the only man we like. Yep. Sorry. Fuck you, everybody else. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, rate and review us, follow us. Um, Danielle put up that picture of Lil Levan. Lil Levan? Lil Levan, baby boy. Yep. Um and shit, what else? Um Oh, um go look at the trailer for my pilot. Oh yes, go watch that. Um it's on my Twitter and Facebook and I'll probably put it on Instagram soon. Um yep, do do it. Thank you. Do I will Um but yeah, no, that's exciting and that's gonna be airing on ABC Comedy on November twenty seventh, but it's gonna be on iView from November twenty. So. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Thank you for that glowing recommendation. Get on it, girl. Get around it, girl. Can I just record you saying that? I mean, I guess we're doing that right now, aren't we? Yeah. You heard it here first. Danielle says, get on it, girl. Girl.
You're like going insane. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm very tired. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's it. Whatever. Until next week. Bye. Bitch, 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.